All right, let's set the table for today's episode. Imagine you are the first marketer to join a team. That company is just finishing up its Series A fundraising. You come in and you have to set the foundation for that company to grow and go on towards you know, securing its Series B fundraising and beyond. Well, that's what our guest today was tasked with doing. Pamela Cole, she joined Colo.io as the first marketing hire and is now the VP of Marketing and Product Management. She came into the situation, was the first hire, and worked with the team to build the marketing foundation and really tighten up a lot of their data so that they could make informed decisions moving forward as they went through their Series A funding and established the company and are now pushing and raising their Series B. This was really, really cool. Good conversation and definitely one that I think if you have spent time in corporate America and then got over into startups, will really resonate with you. But before we get into that, we are doing something new. So we are giving away the Cave content system. So this is the exact system that we use to create content for companies all over North America. So if you're feeling stuck or like, oh, I'm always having to pull ideas kind of out of a hat and there's no real system in behind it, I urge you to go check this out. It's completely free. All you need to do is go to cavesocial.com slash system and you'll get the free guide there. There's a video hosted by me and I'll walk you through exactly how to create content, how we do it, and hopefully it can help your business. All right, without further ado, let's get into this episode. What's shaking my marketing people? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today, joining me from Miami Beach is the VP, Head of Marketing and Product Management at Colo, Pamela Cole. Pamela, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on, Jordan. I am excited. I'm excited to talk about really your journey with Colo and the things like you coming in, being the first marketing hire and now growing with the team. But before we get into that, I want to hear your story. How did you find your way into the world of marketing? Was it by accident? Was it always the plan? Walk me through your career journey and ultimately what brought you to Colo. Sure. I am definitely the accidental marketer. There is no question about it. My graduate degree is in international economics. So the path that I had gone through from schooling and the like is very different than where I ended up. And basically, I started in banking and that bank turned into Bank of America. We have a little bit of an alphabet soup going on in that industry. So um, many, many banks have been changed by name over time. But I was with a large bank that became part of the Bank of America conglomerate and joined them in a management program with the idea that most likely I would become somewhere in lending or credit or strategy or something along those lines. And ultimately, my business journey ended up taking me to the marketing department, literally to cover for somebody who was on maternity leave. Because when you're a trainee, you do whatever a trainee is supposed to do. And then they couldn't get me to leave. So from there, my career has really gone between marketing, strategy, and product. And it's been a lot of fun. I did a little bit of sales management work as well, but I predominantly worked in banking, financial services, and payments. And having spent a lot of time in some of the structures that you find in larger institutions, you know, Bank of America is one of the largest banks in the United States. I worked for Regions Bank, which is also a very large regional bank. I worked for Banco do Brasil, which is a very strong international bank. And I felt that it might be fun 
to do something a little bit different. And so I started a startup journey. And the first startup is not the conversation for this podcast because it didn't do quite so well. But because of that, I had the opportunity to learn about Colo and join their team. And I've been there for just over a year now. I love it. So now let's jump in, right? You you have this experience in these corporations and in big corporations too, right? Big banks where there's a lot of stringent rules and brand books and for lack of a better term, bureaucracy with like approvals and, you know, nothing getting put out by accident when it comes to marketing materials. Now you get over to Colo and you're higher one. Talk to me about those first couple of days. You come in, the company was just finishing the Series A at this point, correct? They actually hadn't finished the Series A. They were um, embarking upon it when I joined. They had received some seed funding and also it had a convertible note. Okay. So that you get in there, you're, you know, you're in the captain's chair for marketing kind of that first little bit. What was the plan of attack? Where did you go? Walk me through those early days because I think a lot of listeners are probably like thinking about making the jump maybe from, you know, corporate America to startup and maybe taking on being the first marketing hire. So I'd love to hear how that experience was for you, especially in the early days. Yeah, it was really awesome. Three people were hired the same day as me. So depending upon how you look at it, I was either hire number 29 or 31. But to your point, the very first marketing hire and the four co-founders of Colo are strong industry executives. They've worked, breathed, played payments for decades and have worked together at different organizations, right? So they have this really, really strong platform. We sit in the payments infrastructure space and they have been spending all of their effort since they, you know, incorporated in 2018 and got their first client in 2020 on that business, right? Let's get our funding. Let's move forward. Let's do our business case. Let's start to process. And with that, there wasn't the time to necessarily market the company, right? And they recognized that, and that came to my hiring at Colo. And so what I did was really a basic inventory, because the first thing a new hire usually does is go, how do I get onboarded, right? What's the path? What is there a handbook or whatever? And Colo wasn't at that space. And for me, that was great, because I'm being brought on with these experts who really know the business to be able to create that with them. So, you know, step one. Let's work on a brand book. Let's see if we're trademarked. Let's look at our website. Let's look at the stats on that website. Oh, wait, we don't have any stats for that website. Let's back up, right? And so it was really a lot of fun to get in there. I think generally when you've been in a career for a while and, you know, I've got 25 years on the banking side, you don't necessarily get your hands as dirty when you have larger teams and the like. And to be the only person there, I really got to experience things and partner with that leadership team. And that was so important to learn from them and get their buy-in so that we could make some good choices on how we wanted to form that foundation and ultimately where we wanted to go. So I joined in May of 2021. So still right in the middle of the pandemic, a completely remote company and trying to move from that type of a structure into here's our series A. 
here's where we are. Let's move up category with our clientele. Let's bring more and more clients live and let's build out the team. So now, you know, we're June 1st, 2022, and we have over 100 employees. So that's pretty exponential growth from, you know, 29-ish to over 100. And we launched our new website just about two months ago now. And it went from about eight pages to 30 plus. We have optimized our SEO. We've started to do those things that you really need to then be able to take the company to that next level. And it's been a really fun journey. Sometimes a little hard, sometimes a little frustrating, but so much fun to be able to go in there and do it. It's cool to hear, right, that you're able to come in and lay the foundation. So many places you go in and you're working off a pre-existing system that was in some organizations set up like a decade prior and it's very frustrating. Mm -hmm. So the advantage I see for you all there is you're able to use the most modern technology, actually pick a tech stack that fits your purpose and decide on the marketing channels that are going to be best for you to, you know, to get involved in, whether like you're saying SEO and helping with some demand generation versus, well, we've signed this giant TV deal for five years, so we have to execute against it. I like hearing that. So now the company is effectively tripled in size since you've been there, is in the midst of going for the series B. So that's pretty pivotal. And I'm really interested on how you know, the marketing team or organization is really balancing the product marketing side of it, your channel selection, but also against what's being done from a fundraising and like what marketing efforts have to be put towards that. Like how is the organization navigating, you know, both staying on course from a product marketing side of things and then also from a, hey, we got to get the money. Like we got to get the money in, we got to get the investors in. Walk me through how that's going down. You know, I would make a really flippant remark about not getting any sleep, and that would be somewhat true, but it's really going well. I have to say, our co-founders are really involved in the business, right? They understand the technology. They understand the marketplace. And so the marketing piece from our side has been more of how do we articulate that? How do we make this story resonate with different audiences, whether it be the investor community or whether it be on the product marketing side for people who don't even know that they need us yet, right? And so we have a lot of the knowledge in-house. And with that, we've been able to work very hard in conjunction with a lot of the teams here at Polo to create a deck. I mean, I never thought that I would be a person putting a piece of a Series B deck together. That's really exciting. And to be doing that with a co-founder, with the CEO, and with obviously investment bankers and the like, right, that come into that type of play. But what we've been able to do is take that vision, because it is so critical to our product journey and our tech stack, and take some of that information and continue our story in our product marketing, in our website, so that when you do come to visit us, you see the same story. We don't change it. We perhaps make it more digestible or have a different focus point, but the story remains that Colo is the infrastructure player here. We really are. And so whether it's, do you want to invest in that infrastructure player? as an investor? Or do you want to invest your business concept into this and get out of the legacy players that you've been dealing with? 
right? It's the same message. It's just nuanced. I love it. I think too, one of the things that anytime you're putting together a, a fundraising deck, it gives you the opportunity to realign, right? Realign as a team and say, what is really our story and what is the mission and what is our product set? And oh, right, that's priority number one. And that's actually priority number seven. And I got a little distracted last month and I was looking at another strategy. And I've always found whenever I've been in those exercises, that's been kind of the silver lining of that, of like, oh, this is a, or an added benefit, really, not necessarily, yeah, an added benefit that like, it's a good opportunity to realign and really get the message tight on what we're trying to do because it has to be crystal clear when we go and pitch right? In pitch investors. So I love that. And I love that, like you're saying, the founders are in the business. They're not just, you know, a million miles away sending money. No, they're in it. They're there. They're, they understand and they're there to help push the vision forward. Which leads me to my next question is, okay, let's, you know, the series B goes as planned. Great. Injection of capital, team increases in size. What, from a marketing standpoint, I guess like what's next for you and the team? The floor is yours on that. I'd love to hear kind of where the vision goes next. Sure. I mean, with something like a Series B, of course, there's more funding, right? And so some of the ideas that we have that we've been testing and on a smaller scale, you know, doing some A-B testing, some light advertising and the like, we can go deep in. As Colo has been moving in their investment journey, they've also done so much from a technology standpoint. So perhaps they had two or three verticals ready when I, you know, when I started or when they landed their first client. Now we've got seven or eight verticals that we can go into. And as you know, market conditions are crazy in fintech, right? It's either the gold rush of everything must happen now to the sky is falling, right? We've heard it all. And what I love about where we are as a company is we've got strong verticals that go across different pieces of the payments ecosystem. So we can pivot with that and we can double down where there is a need and there is an interest and really bring more clients on board. So I'm just looking to move up category and get the word out. I, being a former banker, lived off of legacy infrastructure and I didn't like it, right? And so to be able to champion a message of something that I believe in and have the funds to do it, I'm in. I love it. And I can't wait. I can't wait to watch and see what y'all come out with and where where you dive deeper. Pamela, thank you so much for coming on the show today. For anybody who wants to, one, find out more about Colo, and then two, connect with you online, where should they head? The first place to look for me is on LinkedIn, both as a professional and as a marketer. I'm probably somewhere on LinkedIn 10 times a day. And, and we, of course, have our Colo page there as well. And then our website is colo.io. And I'd love for anybody who's listening to this to check it out. The website is literally 60 days old. And so I I, I love the idea of people going in and playing with it and seeing what they think. Amazing. Amazing. And you can check that out at QOLO.io. Pamela, thanks again for coming on the show today. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure, Jordan. All right, everybody. That's it for another episode of Mind Your Marketing. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I will catch you next time. 